0: hi (laughs) and welcome to a new episode of bruno explains it all i am bruno like always makes me sick no i'm joking i want to thank you all for tuning in. I'm really honored you're gonna be spending the next 20 minutes or so with me today, and I'm super touched that you guys keep tuning back in. You keep streaming, you keep downloading, you keep supporting. Super, super, super thankful. Right? Today's episode is called Six Year Old Shooter, and it's dedicated to the victim and the events that took place in Virginia back in January 6, 2023. It was only six days into the year before I literally got hit with what I like to call what the funk kind of news, right? It's an elementary school in Virginia, right? And one teacher fell victim to an active shooter. This poor teacher was shot at gunpoint, but the plot twist is that it wasn't some depressed teenager or some old weirdo taking his frustrations with life on the most helpless people in the world, which by the way, are children, seniors, and the sick, if you ask me. I've noticed one important similarity with all these cases, all these horrible, horrible incidents, right? that happened across the globe is that these people like to hit up places that you damn know well are defenseless to automatic weapons. Places like schools, hospitals, skyscrapers, and train cards. Yeah, we still remember what happened in New York. We haven't forgotten. But back to the quick plot twist. It wasn't some depressed teenager or some weirdo with mommy and daddy issues. Nope. It was a six-year-old boy. That's right ladies and gentlemen. You heard me right. A six-year-old boy shot his teacher at gunpoint in this episode i'm going to take you through the story and i'm going to break down the facts and share my opinions and yeah it's a crazy story let's talk about it coming up next On January 6, 2023, a six-year-old boy from Virginia reportedly snuck a nine-millimeter handgun into his school, where he then shot a teacher of his point blank. The weapon used by the six-year-old was legally purchased by his mother, police revealed. More details followed during a news conference the Monday after the events. The teacher was identified as a 25-year-old Abby Swerner. They also revealed that the boy had taken the firearm from his home to school in his backpack on the day of the shooting. What we do know today is that she was providing instructions. He displayed a firearm and he pointed it and fired one round, Newport Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew had said at the time. Drew had originally called the incident as an altercation right, that led to the shooting, but then clarified that it was more like an interaction between the teacher and the six-year-old before the shooting at the Richneck Elementary School happened. Swerner put her hand up in a defensive position where the gun fired, and the bullet went through her hand and into her upper chest, Drew said. Although her injuries were initially considered life-threatening, her condition did improve and was then listed as stable at the hospital. Swerner was then hailed a hero for quickly hustling her students out of the classroom even after being shot. He said surveillance video shows she was the last person to leave her classroom. She made sure every one of those kids were out of that room. She was the last one to leave after suffering a gunshot wound to make sure her students were safe. Major kudos to her, she is bleeding out. She just got shot in the hand and went through the hand entered the chest and this woman still managed to get the strength and the bravery because you didn't know if this little child was going to shoot you again to get up and escort the rest of the class out what there are questions that i have while she was escorting this the kids out What was this boy doing? Was he just standing there? Was he in shock? Did he have uh, an expression of enjoyment? Like that I would like to know. Because they really don't specify in any of the news clippings. Any of the stories that I was able to manage to get my eyes on. Um, It doesn't really necessarily state what the boy was doing throughout that whole. uh, The activity of just. Not activity. Just the. The the job of getting everybody out safely like what was he doing so the boy a school employee reportedly rushed into the room into the classroom and physically restrained the boy after hearing the gunshot so this second employee The second adult. Did he restrain the boy, and then she escorted the kids out, or were the kids already escorted out by the time that this man came and restrained this boy? Because it would answer. It would. It definitely answer um, some of the questions that I have. The boy became a little combative and struck the employee drew said he was escorted then out of the building and into a police car after officers arrived so this boy shoots his teacher he then gets restrained this is a six year old boy i don't know how big this guy is he um he's being restrained now by an adult and he attacks him too so yes he's a child but apparently there's some violent issues there the boy was then held at a medical facility since an emergency custody order and temporary detention order was issued Friday. He said the fr- that fr- same Friday. He said it will be up to a judge to determine what the next steps are for the boy. He also said the boy's mother had been interviewed by police, but it is unclear whether she could potentially face any charges. If you ask me, she should Drew says the gun was legally purchased in New York County by the child's mother. It's still unclear how the student got a hold of the gun and brought it into Richneck Elementary. Drew says only one round was fired, but multiple rounds was inside the gun's magazine. Authorities also seized a cell phone and a backpack from the scene. The six-year-olds carry cell phones nowadays? I mean i remember that the first time i got my cell phone my first cell phone was at the age of 16. i believe yeah it's about maybe 15 16. now kids are getting cell phones as young as six years old my brothers and sisters that listen to the show if there's one question that i want to put out there into the atmosphere and maybe you guys could write in or if you listen to us on spotify you can specifically answer to the show who is to blame who should hold the fault to this incident who do we place the blame on was it something that the teacher said to make her get shot i mean uh, i'm sure even if she was disciplining him it it didn't warrant the child to take a gun out to shoot her right is it uh the six-year-old child that we completely blame or do we blame the parents again if you ask me i say the parents and here's why i believe that they should be charged. Gun owners can be prosecuted under a Virginia law that prohibits anyone from recklessly leaving a loaded, unsecured gun in a manner that endangers the life or limb of children under 14. A violation of that law is a misdemeanor, punishable by a maximum jail sentence of one year and a maximum fine of $2,500. I'm sorry, but whether they convict them they should be held to some sort of some sort of standard. Virginia I also like to add does not necessarily have a law that requires unattended guns to be stored in a particular way or a law that requires gun owners to affirmatively lock their weapons. But legal experts say even though it is theoretically possible under Virginia law to criminally charge a six-year-old child, there are numerous obstacles into doing so and it's highly unlikely that any prosecutor would even try. So if we don't prosecute the child, we definitely 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 should prosecute the parents. To be tried as an adult in Virginia, a juvenile must be at least 14 years old. A 6-year-old is also too young to be committed in the custody of the Department of Juvenile Justice if found guilty. In addition, a common law doctrine known as the Infancy Defense holds that children under 7 cannot be prosecuted for a crime because they are so young that they are incapable of forming, forming criminal intent. I mean, but this child done shot this guy and then attacked an adult. So, Uh, am I saying he had criminal intent? No. But the plot thickens. A judge would also have to find that the child was competent to stay competent to stand trial meaning that he could understand the legal proceedings against him and assist in his own defense said Andrew Block a professor at the University of Virginia School of Law who was also the director of the Virginia's Department of Juvenile Justice from 2014-2019 states it is virtually impossible to imagine a six-year-old being found competent to stand trial do I think the child should serve a prison sentence no of course not but this child was described as being combative after the shooting even you know going to the lens of attacking the person that restrained him could he have been scared yes you know it's some grown ass person holding him down but there's a good chance that there was some consciousness in knowing that what he had just done was hurt his teacher you have to have known how else would you know to point the gun at someone and pull the trigger did you see it on tv Did you see it in a movie or, you know, are your parents proud, gun wailing people? I, I grew up to Elmer Fudd. You remember that in Looney Tunes, Elmer Fudd chasing around Bugs Bunny with a shotgun? Kids are susceptible to those things. They think it's fun, they think it's cute, and then you got toys that are guns, Nerf guns, water guns, you know? So the concept of a gun and pulling a trigger and shooting is taught to young boys at a very young age. Alrighty, welcome back. That song we just played for the Uncut episode was called Easy. It's by an artist called Cheska, featuring Dalex or chaska and Dalex. Chasca is one of me and my aunt's favorite current singers from puerto rico she's really cool she sings she dances great 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 girl and her story is wow it's a really good uh, story very motivational story right so that was a spanish track and we just played it a little spanglish i guess you could say the song we just played so guys who's listening to the regular episode if you wanna um pick up new music Go check out Cheska, easy, Cheska and Dalex. All right, so let's get into word of the day. I did word of the day on one of the episodes, I think, that dropped on Valentine's Day. And someone wrote in and said, you can't just leave us hanging with just one word of the day. And then that's it. Never come back. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to be more consistent and try to feature a word of the day in every episode. So we did A last time. Um, I think the term was ABC sex. And now here's a new one. And we're going to do the letter B. Today's word, ladies and gentlemen, is baby goggles. Baby goggles. A phenomenon where the parents of an ugly baby think that their baby's adorable and no one else does. I'm going to use it in a sentence and then you guys could use it in a sentence. I think Nancy has baby goggles. That's got to be the ugliest baby i ever seen. <laughs> Alright guys, that was baby goggles. Let's get back into the story. Our six-year-old shooter. So it was only a matter of time before Miss Abby... I sound like one of those little girls from Dance Mom. JoJo, have you learned nothing? Um, before Miss Abby got herself an attorney to look after her legal rights. I would have done it the second... I was able to even from the hospital bed right so we're almost two months in and poor woman still has a bullet lodged in her body her attorney says this or said this this should have never had happened it was preventable and thank god abby's alive but had the school administrators acted in the interest of their teachers and their students abby would not have sustained a gunshot wound to the chest she um she said this in a, in a press conference. She also went on to reveal details, which I said earlier, the plot thickens, and it does. She revealed details about the events leading up to the shooting, alleging that school administration was warned that the student had a gun with him at school and had threatened people several times the day of the shooting. But school administrators took no action. If this is true, if this is in fact the facts, we're supposed to believe this was an accident with no intent because he's six years old, but they're saying that he threatened to shoot people and that they went to administrators and they told them how they were about the concerns and they did nothing. Toscano, who's on um, the lawyer's last name, Toscano alleged that the administration was warned four times by teachers and school employees about the student. There were three warnings from school employees about the gun and a warning from Swarner about the student threatening to harm another child. Swarner's lawyer also revealed that another teacher went into the classroom after she was shot and restrained the shooter until police arrived. That we already knew. Thank you, Swarner's lawyer. She even went on as creating a timeline. She says that at around 11.15 to 11.30, am Swarner went to a school administrator and told them that the six-year-old had threatened to beat up another child that day the administration did not take action or remove the student from the classroom at 12:30, a teacher told a school administrator she searched the six-year-old's backpack for a gun and told the administration that she believed the boy put the gun in his pocket before going outside for recess the administrator downplayed the report and responded that the boy had little pockets oh according um to the attorney shortly after 1 p.m a third teacher told administrators that another student who was scared and crying confessed that the shooter showed him a gun at recess and threatened to shoot him if he told anyone and we still didn't do anything about it like how do we explain that how do we tell this teacher i'm sorry you got shot when we had all these warnings all these red flags throughout the day a fourth employee asked the administrator for permission to search the boy but was denied and was told to wait the situation out because the school day was almost over according to Toscano. Swarna was shot almost an hour later. She'd been home recovering since then but the road to recovery will be a very long one. You know what that means. They're gonna go and sue for as much money as they can. A representative for Newport News Schools declined to comment on the allegations made by Swerner's attorney, noting that the school division's investigation into the incident is still ongoing, but was happy to say that the school is under new leadership. That's right, guys. Richnick Elementary School reopened its doors to all students on January 30th, but with someone new taking the wheel. Earlier this month, Newport News School Board chair lisa surlis law said they have been given approval to purchase 90 walk-through metal detectors which will be installed in every school across the district now starting with Richnick elementary school the district will also bolster political protocols on handling school violence, including implementing a safety stand-down and and reviewing student conduct and discipline records, according to Sirless Law. The unnamed family of the boy released a statement last week saying that the firearm our son accessed was secured and that he suffers from an acute disability and was under a care plan at the school that included his mother or father attending school with him and accompanying him to class every day. The week of the shooting was the first week when we were not in class with him. Where were you? We will regret our absence on this day for the rest of our lives. You should. Since this incident, our son has been under hospital care and receiving the treatment he needs. The boy's family called the shooting horrific and noted that they have been cooperating with local and federal law enforcement to understand how this could have happened. Where did you have the gun? That's all I want to know. Our heart goes out to our son's teacher, and we pray for healing in the aftermath of such an unimaginable tragedy as she selfishly served our son and the children in the school. She has worked diligently and compassionately to support our family as we sought the best education and learning environment for our son. We thank her for her courage, grace, and sacrifice. Um, I get it. You've, you're regretful. You feel bad. But there should be some charges. How did this boy with disability get your weapon? I hope she sues the school district. I hope she sues the family. I get it. He's a six-year-old child. But this recklessness, the parents should be held accountable for. Definitely. I'm not saying give them 10 years in prison or something. But they should serve some sort of punishment whatever that may be whatever the courts find appropriate not my business not my fight the school again i said is under leadership they kicked um i believe the headmistress or head mr the principal pretty much they kicked them out and they got someone new for the time being someone who they say is experienced so hopefully this doesn't happen again i noticed two things and i was talking to my boss today about this story at work and she said something interesting she said i wonder i i I wonder what the boy is like what's his race they haven't identified the boy they haven't even mentioned where the boy or the family comes from but but she did share that would he have been african-american or spanish it definitely be part of the it it definitely would have been a talking point in the conversation it would have been a bullet point like african-american virginia boy or black virginia boy or whatever the case may be or uh uh, latino six-year-old or shoots teacher this actually happened um years ago about 20 odd years ago um the closest case to this was that a child brought a a weapon a gun to school and he shot and killed a little girl now the little girl was white and the little boy was black and i'm telling you the world knew who this um knew the boy was black it was one of the first things you heard about the story little black boy kills a little white girl you know and people literally were like asking for capital punishment on this little boy i think he was six years old and we're just noticing how this story how this story is being treated delicately from all sides how crazy does it sound that your five six year old child is now more than likely gonna have a school where they're gonna have metal detectors and all this security measure it's just crazy to me like insane Okay, let's move on to some local news. What's good, New York and Jersey? I see shit is getting weirder and weirder. I wanna read an article written by Alicia Reed for CBS News, which was at the time of recording, published about 20, 30 minutes ago. It goes like this accused of barricading himself in a new jersey home with teenager shot and killed by police this takes place in fort lee new jersey hello to all my brothers and sisters who listen to us there sorry but you guys shit is crazy up there A man who allegedly barricaded himself in a New Jersey home with a teenager was fatally shot by police Saturday. The state attorney general's office says Fort Lee police officers were sent to a home on John Street just before 8.15am in response to a 911 call today, February 4th. Neighbors say a man barricaded himself in a Cedar Court condominium with a teenager who couldn't get out. They say officers tried talking to him for hours and when officers tried getting the teen out from the third floor, the man became throwing items out of the home the man was allegedly armed with a knife eventually the SWAT came in everybody and they brought the crane with very good thinking to grab the girl out when they went to go with the crane and the guy came out on the deck with a knife and, th- and the police they had no choice but to shoot him um, or they shot him right up there they had no choice building superintendent danielle soleski said i wanted to get his call right and not just you know play telephone." The AG's office says the man was pronounced dead at 10.39 a.m. The mayor says the man was visiting from out of state. The mayor also said one of the officers suffered non-life threatening injuries and is currently being treated. A few other officers were admitted to area hospitals, which is standard procedure when an incident like this occurs. Right now, there's no threat to the public. Let's move up to Manhattan where one person sadly lost their lives. This took place in Washington Heights. It was a two-alarm fire which occurred at 815 West 180th Street in the city in Manhattan. It was the cause of the fire was accidental. It hits close to home because um, the reason behind the fire, it was an electrical fire that started in the ceiling on the third floor. If all my family and some friends know this, I suffered a really bad fire years ago. My apartment blew up. I was inside with my nephew. We barely left with our lives. I lost a cat. I lost everything. I ended up having to go to a shelter for a couple of months when my mom and my sister stood with the baby. She took the baby and she stood with um my grandma. So hearing about this fire, hearing about that it, it wasn't like an electrical outage, I'm assuming, because what else is an electrical fire? that this caused someone to lose their lives my prayers go out to that person my prayers go out to that family um may he or she rest in peace cuz i don't think they identified the the victim or um the name but we did lose someone up in manhattan oh wait i stand corrected we do know the victim gender at least, it was a man who was described as being very lonely. He had no wife, he had no kids, he had he he didn't even have any family. Still, may he rest in peace. Um... Yeah, man, he rest in peace. Meanwhile, guys, in my backyard of the Bronx, um, today marked the 24-year anniversary of Amadou Diallo's um, death. It is the day where he was shot and killed by officers with the NYPD street crime unit in the Bronx. Diallo, a 23-year-old student from West Africa, was unarmed when when officers shot him in the doorway of his home on Wheeler Avenue in the Soundview section on February 4th, 1999 plain clothes officers said they thought diallo was was firing at them earlier today reverend um kevin mccall held a tribute to diallo featuring several civil rights activists at the home where diallo was killed it was earlier today at 1 p.m um whoever got to go there i hope um i i i'd hate to say i hope you enjoyed it but I, i i hope you were able to have some closure um to his family that still mourns him to this day, prayers for your strength. Um, it doesn't get easy. Uh, I lost my sister, and yeah, it's hard, and and yeah, yeah, definitely. It's hard, so hopefully, after 24 years, um. Not that they can move on but that uh, they know he hasn't been forgotten and and that it gives him a little a little um, uh, a little a little you know peace so guys that is it for today you know I hope it seeing that people are still rallying around and tributing Amadou. I hope it gives him some sort of peace, you know. So, guys, this is it for this episode. I done. I've done enough talking. Uh, I wanna, but though, before I let you go, I do want to thank you for tuning in today. I want to keep telling you to keep tuning in um special thank you to everybody who's listening to us on spotify uh, make sure you have a premium account to get the full experience again if you want to write into the show um it's brunoexplainsitall at gmail.com you can also follow us at bruno bossy bruno bossy brand at facebook and instagram and yeah guys oh also guys i've never told you you can also follow me at celibatea c-e-l-e-b-a-t-e-a at tiktok yo it's really popping there nobody really knows but i'm the me and my cousin are like she gives me a lot of ideas for clips and stuff like that. But well, where are the people behind celebrity? It's about like almost 3,000 followers. Um, we've gotten over a million views. So I want to give a special thank you to everybody out there who follows the who follows us on that page. It's a cool pop culture sort of um, dedicated page fan page um i should say and we cover everything from like old nostalgic to television clips movies little music videos songs and funny stuff so it's really really cool again thank you guys for tuning in um and i'll see you on the next episode bye